Hey, Lehigh Valley, Austin James. And Aaron Ferguson, and we are excited to bring you Times Live Radio. What's up, Lehigh Valley? Austin James here from Times Live Radio. Do you like chili? I mean, come on. Who doesn't love chili, right? Well, this Saturday, November 9th at Allentown's Brew Works, they're actually hosting the first ever chili cook-off. That uh, sounds really good, actually. It's incredible. A chili cook-off. Can you imagine? Hmm. That's right. From 11 a.m. to 3, uh, join in the fun and go taste tons of different chili from local Allentown restaurants. Tickets are $10 for all you can sample chili or for $20, you can get unlimited chili tastings as well as beer samplings. Mm. And here's the best part. This event is benefiting the Allentown Police Department. So head on out, fill those bellies with some amazing chili, support your local restaurants and the wonderful police department in Allentown. What else do we have going on, Aaron? Well, also on the 9th is the Great Pumpkin Run. Look, Charlie Brown, it's the Great Pumpkin Run. Not quite, but I think if you're strong enough, you can enter the race as a tough pumpkin and carry a pumpkin while you run the 5K. Crazy, maybe, but we'll give it a shot. Is this event just for runners or can people walk in? Too. You could walk, you could skip, you could hop, you could jump. It's a fun day for all, and at the end, you get a complimentary apple cider. Mm, if yum. you can't attend, too, you can actually do a virtual race, which is a huge thing that, that people are doing nowadays. Hmm, that's cool. So for more information and to register for the race, please visit local.aarp.org and look up the Great Pumpkin Run in Ellen. Hey, 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 what do you say? Do you guys like hockey? Because it's back. I love hockey. The Lehigh Valley Phantoms take on the Hershey Bears at the PPL Center in Allentown, actually, on November 9th. Doors open at 6 p.m. Game time is scheduled for 7.05, so head on over to the PPL's website to get your tickets today. And don't forget about some of the amazing dining spots you can stop in prior to the show. From the Hamilton Kitchen to the Dime, Queen City Barbecue, or hey, check out the chili cook-off at Fagley's. You can't go wrong. You can head over to the Siegel Museum in Easton for a community opening. What is community? Who is Northampton County? Join us for the grand opening of Destination Northampton County in a full day of tours, programs, and family fun activities. Free admission. Check it out. There's also Live Dead 69 and Tribute to the Flying Burrito Brothers, which will be at Penn's Peak on Friday, November 8th at 7 p.m. They play Grateful Dead music from Woodstock's 50th anniversary, so get ready to have a great evening of some pure rock and roll. I love the Grateful Dead. Me too. The Great Lehigh Valley Slot Car Show is on November 9th at Merchant Square Mall in Allentown from 10 to 2. General admission is $5. For more information, visit valleygoto.com. We are also heading into Veterans Day weekend, which is such an important time to honor those who have served. There is a Veterans Day barbecue and sales event at Blackman's Cycle Center in Emmaus from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's free to attend and offers amazing barbecue to those who have served in thanks. On November 9th and 10th at Galen Glen Vineyard and Andreas, they are offering a free wine tasting to our wonderful veterans and active military with ID. Habitat Lehigh Valley Restore exists to support the vision of Habitat for Humanity. And on Saturday, November 9th, they are hosting a Stuff the Truck event at the Lower Mukunji Community Center. The Stuff the Truck event information can be found on their Facebook page, which lists acceptable items, so be sure to do your part and donate to those in need. And that's what's up, Lehigh Valley. Times Live Radio will be right back after a word from our sponsors. 
Start your day with Smile Cafe located at 4198 William Penn Highway in Easton. Put a smile on your face with a breakfast consisting of classic healthy eggs and delicious Turkish meats. They also have many lunch items to choose from, including falafels, burgers, and much more. Open Tuesday through Saturday from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. and Sundays from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Closed on Mondays. You can also call ahead at 610-438-1686. Anatolian Kitchen is their sister restaurant serving lunch and dinner located at 3016 Linden Street in Bethlehem. Savor the flavors of traditional Turkish food and enjoy kebabs, baklava, salads, specialty pizzas, and much more. Hours of operation are 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and Sundays from noon to 9 p.m. Closed Mondays. Remember, for breakfast and lunch, stop in at Smile Cafe and for lunch and dinner, go to Anatolian Kitchen. Welcome back, Lehigh Valley. Thanks for tuning in to Times Live Radio. And we're back for today's Spotlight segment. We have two amazing, funny, really cool people to interview. And really attractive. You guessed it, guys. It's us. And we want you to get to know us a little bit better. So I'm going to interview Austin. And I'm going to interview Aaron. And we're going to have a lot of fun. Let's get this started. So, Aaron. Yes? (laughs) Tell us how you got started in journalism. Um, Well, basically, I have my degree in event planning. And when I decided to have children, I knew I couldn't be out until 2 a.m. in the morning in New York (laughs) City setting up for events. I had to be home with the little ones. So when I moved out to the Lehigh Valley, I started taking some classes online at NYU in creative writing and submitting my resume to a bunch of different news publications. And they basically picked me up as a freelancer and I've been writing ever since. And how long has that been for you? It's been just over five years five years yeah I know it's been a a lot of fun big journey now where did you start your career initially was it in journalism or was it in a different uh, field well my career originally I've kind of worn a lot of hats Mm -hmm. so I jumped around from legal secretary to managing hair salons (laughs) a creative bird if you will and then I went into the event planning and like I said it was just really hard for me to keep that up with kids so Mm -hmm. I jumped into journalism which was always my love it's what I originally went to school for to college for so it's been great ever since and I also wrote a children's book in the meantime which has also been a very big journey which we will definitely talk about later yes (laughs) (laughs) so what are you most passionate about writing my passion in writing really stems from arts and entertainment. I decided to combine um, my love for events with writing and being able to interview celebrities and local talent and really showcase all of their creativity was something that was big to me, especially because I'm such a creative person. So in doing so, I merged them and created this whole new life for myself. Hmm, That's awesome. If you could have anyone on the show or maybe do an article on any kind of celebrity in the world, royalty, anyone, who would Oh, me, oh, my. (laughs) Who would I have on the show? Probably Stevie Nicks. Stevie Uh, Nicks, wow, why? Yeah, she's amazing. She is a woman whose voice stands alone from any of the others out there. Mm -hmm. She's somebody who literally broke up with her boyfriend and then made him play music for her in her band, which I think rocks. She is just all inspiring so I would definitely want to chat with her and have her on (laughs) well we'll have to contact her publicist yes let's do this (laughs) (laughs) 
So you know what? We heard about uh, a little bit about your career and your career highlights. Um, tell us about some of your hobbies. What do you like to do in your spare time? Drink wine. No. Oh, of course, I mean, come <laughs> in on, my spare time, what do I like to do? I love to be with my family. Uh, my mm-hmm. kids are very important to me. I decided after moving out to the Lehigh Valley that not only was I going to switch careers, but I also wanted to stay home with my children to raise mm-hmm. them. And it's been a big priority of mine. So being able to write and do this on the side as well as be with my children mm-hmm. was huge. Some of my other hobbies, I love photography. I love being outdoors. Mm-hmm. I love boating. I love mm-hmm. camping. I love the lake. I am a big outdoor person. So um, Me too. And restaurants. Oh, yes. Food. I mean, come on. Who doesn't want food? No, well, you're the foodie god. Yes, so. that's true. <laughs> I just had scallops last night. Oh, it was so delicious. Tasty. <laughs> so, Aaron, tell us about your book. You said you have a book out. Yes. I want to hear about it. Earl the Christmas Tree Spider. So Earl the Christmas Tree Spider is a book that I came up with after I had a bunch of spiders in my Christmas tree that I cut down one year. And after threatening to burn my house down, move the whole nine yards, I decided there was a story there. We named one of the spiders Earl. Um, Me and my kids laughed and joked about him all throughout the season. And then I really kind of sat down and did some research and realized that the biggest complaint about Christmas tree farms were the spiders in the tree. Hmm. So I created this story to soften the blow of these unwanted house guests, Mm -hmm. but also to teach the important lesson of acceptance and love Mm -hmm. and hope and home. Too often we think of home just being a place where we lay our heads, but it's so much more than that. And during Christmas time to put that message into all of the bells and whistles that Christmas has to offer, Mm -hmm. I think is really important. And that's what the book showcases. That's a beautiful message. Now, I personally like spiders. So (laughs) I I used to have a tarantula. And if the spider, as long as the spider stayed in the tree where it belongs, then I'm okay. You know, I actually had a story one time. Um, I had a client like years ago that told me um, they got a real Christmas tree one morning and they woke up the next day and it was like white. And they were like, did it snow in our house or what's going on here? <laughs> they got close enough and realized it was all cobwebs on the outside of that Christmas tree. Oh so there must God. have been a family in there, like a big group of spiders. And while they were sleeping, it just they covered the tree with webs. And ever since then, she got fake trees. Well, it's funny because I definitely plan on writing some mm-hmm. sequels to Earl's uh, oh, little cool. Christmas tree book. And I'm definitely going to be adding some family members to the next story. So so there might be, after hearing this, mm. some cobwebs in that story as well. Mm. It's it's funny, right? Because, it I mean, funny. you like spiders, but, mm-hmm. I mean, Most people the don't. majority no. do not like spiders. No. So, you know, just kind of really softening it and teaching about acceptance that it doesn't mm. matter. Just love and let love and... I think it's great. So mm-hmm. like your spiders, people. <laughs> yeah. And spiders are important. You know, yeah. we do need them to keep pests out. So that's fine. Yes. They kill mosquitoes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Another friend of Earl's that will pop up at some point. <laughs> that's great. So Aaron, what's the most important thing in life to you? Oh, gosh, Austin. That's that a tough question. A big I know. One. Yeah, that's a big one, right? The most important thing in life to me is love. Um, being loved, showing love, giving love accepting love because that's a big one I think a lot of times people want love but they don't know how to accept it Mm -hmm. so I think being able to accept it is big and I think Mm -hmm. that you know if you walk around with love in your heart and you wake up every day with a grateful heart and a grateful mind so many doors open for you and there is so much that the world has to offer you just have to smile Mm -hmm. and open your heart 
So I think people are afraid of love, too, because there's a lot of trauma that people go through. Absolutely. When they're young or in their teenage years or adult years. And I think people that makes people afraid to love or to accept love. And I think we all have these doors, right? We all are people who go through things in life. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, yeah. And everyone does. Everybody does. And I think the biggest thing is learning from all of your experiences, bad or good, um, sad or happy, mm-hmm. and being able to move forward with an open heart is big. Oh, I agree. Yeah. You know, I think situations, uh, life situations that happen to people, it either makes you or breaks you. It makes people bitter or makes them motivated. Makes them makes better. Makes them better and yeah. want to be better and do better for their community and their family. So. And that's like another thing. That's a really big hope for me mm-hmm. and hope of mine in the world is that people cannot, just don't turn bitter. Yes. Be better. I agree. Be your best. Yeah, you know, definitely. and just because you see it a lot, you do see a lot of bitter people in the world. But you do, and trust me, see... I could be bitter. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I think we all can. Uh, rush hour yeah. traffic, I'm bitter. Okay, oh, yeah. but or when you're hangry, I, yeah. and oh, then when I get hangry, person. forget it. Oh no, heck yeah, feed me some scallops. Come on, I'm like, give me that burger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, Aaron, that's uh, that's all I got for you today. All right. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. So much. Thank you. I hope you guys got to know me a little bit and listen. Keep listening to us because you'll get to know me. Even even more. All right, Austin, are you ready for this? What are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, let's get into this. So why did you decide to start this wonderful media brand, the Nazareth Times, Times Live Radio? How did you get your start? Well, that's the big question that everyone asks. How did this all begin? I'm a nerd, so I like to watch <laughs> the economy and study history and that kind of stuff. So I was uh, watching the stock market one day doing some investing and watching a documentary on Warren Buffett at the same time, trying to dive my head into his head. Uh, thank you, Warren Buffett, by the way, for the idea. And um, so in the documentary, I learned that he owns Geico Insurance Company, along with like 12 other insurance companies. I didn't know that. So I thought to myself, you know, as an investor, I'm like, why would you buy an insurance company knowing that that is such a headache of a business? Right. But I realized that that creates financial float for Warren Buffett. So he can take that money and reinvest that elsewhere to make more money in his portfolio or in his company, Berkshire Hathaway. He is brilliant. So brilliant. So I thought to myself, you know, I always wanted to start a business that would create float, but at the same time, I could impact my community and make a positive difference. So it just kind of all came to me with this whole age of social media influencers and all this. I always thought to myself, well, I don't want to be like an influencer, you know, and my face and my name out there because those things die off so quickly. You know, there's always a new person coming up and then you're out in like two years. But you're fabulous. Well, sure. (laughs) But, you know, it's like I'm just realistic. And I thought to myself, and I'm a little bit more humble. And I was like, I don't want to like, you know, make it about me. Right. So I thought to myself, if I could form a business, though, around my community and really provide a lot of... Oh my God! Provide a lot of, <laughs> and provide a lot of value to my community and its, you know, businesses and residences. You know, I thought that that would be the best path to go down in creating this company that I wanted to create. So yeah, that's pretty much it. That's how it got started. You know, I was watching that documentary. It hit me. I don't know. I started up a Facebook group and kind of just wanted to see where it would go. Took it uh, from there. So what areas do you cover? Well, we cover our. The only town that we focus on primarily is Nazareth, uh, but we do cover the whole Lehigh Valley and regions beyond that. That's great. I mean, is there something that you really want to see? for the communities in the future? What do you hope to build for them? Well, you know, I really hope to use the Nazareth Times as a really strong digital influencer to help those businesses grow, create more revenue, create more customers, but also really brand the Lehigh Valley as a major city in Pennsylvania because we are. Yeah, it is. It's really a very Mm -hmm. cultural destination Mm -hmm. for everybody. Everybody should be coming and seeing and doing Mm because there is so much to offer out here. Oh, definitely. And I think that this is going to be great. It's going to be very different to the Lehigh Valley because it's a multimedia brand. So Mm -hmm. what you're doing is really good. You should be proud of yourself. If you you could change one thing about yourself, 
What would it be? Oh, God, that's a tough question. <laughs> what would it be? We all have flaws. Oh, God, I guess what I would change about myself is, I guess not to be so critical. Like, I have this thing where it's like, I feel like everyone around me needs to operate on my level. Like, let's go, 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 go. And it's like, if that doesn't happen, it, it just, it frustrates me. So I guess I just need to learn to, you know, not be so critical, be patient, and just not have such high standards for people around me, but it's hard. <laughs> I think sometimes being a perfectionist, especially in your own life, mm-hmm. is something that carries you through and gets you to the next level. Yeah, I mean, definitely. To stand apart, you have to do what others aren't willing to do. Yeah. So don't be too hard on yourself. No, Critical I mean, is good. <laughs> it definitely is. And, you know, like I look at other people like Mark Zuckerberg and Warren Buffett, all these people that have these huge companies, and that's just how they are. You know, they right. are relentless. They yeah. are so driven in their pursuit of their mission that it just nothing stops them. And that's good that yeah. I have that. But I just got to want to be more patient. <laughs> Your drive will get you there. Yep. Um, I know you are a big foodie. By the way, folks, look out for our foodies' favorites and our online magazine. It's a feud review and blog by none other than Mr. Austin James. Anyway, back to my questions. Enough plugs. What is your favorite food and why? Oh, that's tough too, because I like any food that's good. Um, I really love Turkish food because the flavors in Turk food is just amazing and Asian food as well. A lot of flavors, a lot of different things, uh, textures. But yeah, I would say my all-time favorite has got to be Turkish food. We just went to Komi Restaurant in mm, the Promenade Shops. Yeah, I love Komi. It yeah. was so good. The sushi there is really good. Yeah. I know. My little girls loved getting like the water squirted in yes, their mouths. Yes. <laughs> we should go. Yeah, we should. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, who would you rather get into a fight with, Batman or Superman? That's easy. Okay. You know I'm in karate, so I am a martial artist. And That's Superman, right. he has superpowers, so I don't want to mess with him. He can fly. <laughs> I can't fly. But here's the thing. Batman, he's human, and he just has fancy gadgets. One punch to the throat, and he's out. So I'll take Batman. <laughs> So are you trying to tell us that you're the Batman of the media brands? Yes, definitely. That's awesome. (laughs) And I love Batman, by the way. (laughs) At the end of the day, when you go home, what do you think about the most? I mean, I know it's me, but honestly, like, what do you think about when you head home? Well, besides you, of course. Um, (laughs) I mean, I guess the biggest thing I think about is just um, how to make this thing bigger and better and faster and more efficient and how to add more value to my advertisers, to sponsors, to our community. I'm that kind of person where it's like, if you're not focusing on your company every day to make it bigger and better and just much more productive, you don't have a company. I agree. I 100% agree. So in companies, you definitely need to have a certain thing, a certain vibe. Mm -hmm. What do you think that our world vibe is missing right now? What do you think it should be? The world vibe, I think, should just be acceptance. I think people are so polarized and divided on so many things. And I just Mm -hmm. think it's the stupidest thing ever. We are all on the same earth. We're all humans. We're all here to serve and to help each other. I don't understand why people can't just get along and why everyone's so divided on so many things. It really is just astounding to me. I agree. I think the more that we talk about things and the more we're able to come together, come to the table, come Mm -hmm. to the mic, we're able to open up everyone's views and love. Yes, definitely. And acceptance. Love is is, missing. That's the problem. Yeah. All we need Mm -hmm. is love. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So that is our segment, our spotlight segment which is um the interview of austin james and myself aaron ferguson and we are really excited for you guys to get to know us we'll be back in a few with more times live radio 
Start your day with Smile Cafe located at 4198 William Penn Highway in Easton. Put a smile on your face with a breakfast consisting of classic healthy eggs and delicious Turkish meats. They also have many lunch items to choose from, including falafels, burgers, and much more. Open Tuesday through Saturday from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. and Sundays from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Closed on Mondays. You can also call ahead at 610-438-1686. Anatolian Kitchen is their sister restaurant serving lunch and dinner located at 3016 Linden Street in Bethlehem. Savor the flavors of traditional Turkish food and enjoy kebabs, baklava, salads, specialty pizzas, and much more. Hours of operation are 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and Sundays from noon to 9 p.m. Close Mondays. Remember, for breakfast and lunch, stop in at Smile Cafe and for lunch and dinner, go to Anatolian Kitchen. Welcome back, guys, to Times Live Radio. And now, what you have all been waiting for. Our Our two two cents. cents. We are bringing it to you real raw. Our opinions on just about anything and everything. And our topic today is sweater weather. Sweater weather. Yep, sweater weather. And the one thing I am super excited about is all the leftover candy from Halloween and how I can hide my weight gain from it with my big sweaters. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Saturday Night Live did a great skit on this whole sweater weather thing, which I think is just hilarious. And you know what's so crazy, though? especially about Nazareth too, specifically, is, you know, we have the Andretti's there, okay? Me and my nephew go there every single Halloween. That's the first house we hit because they hand out the big candy bars, okay? Uh, now, for those of you who don't know the Andretti's, they're, like, huge, huge race car drivers uh, all throughout the country, actually, internationally, Indy 500, uh, you know, specifically. Um, and their houses are just beautiful, and they hand out the best candy every year. So that's the worst part, is that my nephew, he's Asian, so he doesn't eat candy. <laughs> he just eats chocolate, so then he gives me the candy, and I'm like, no, keep it away, dude. Yeah, because then you're going to have to go and buy some big sweaters. <laughs> some big sweaters, all right. <laughs> How about when the waiter asks you if you want dessert tonight? I mean, heck yes, I want dessert. It's sweater weather. <laughs> you know, I almost had cream brulee last night with those scallops, but I was like, no, nah, dude, I'm so stuffed, and I'm going to need an even bigger sweater to fit into. <laughs> <laughs> do So do men like women in sweaters? I mean, is no. sweater weather not your thing? No, sweaters are just, no. no I mean, should, some it, are really cute, like around the holidays. Sure, they can be cute on them, whatever, but I, I don't know. They're big and bulky to me. I kind of feel like sweaters are awesome because you can just throw them over some leggings with boots and voila, you have an outfit. But try doing that in the summer. It's like, nope, it's hanging all Uh out. See, I like hoodies personally for guys, but I don't know. Like I've had like a Calvin Klein sweater, I think once, and it was just itchy. So I was like, no. What if we created a sweater for cold weather that was a hoodie, like a sweater weather hoodie? Or made out of different material. Like, you know, dehydrated kale leaves or something like that. You know, (laughs) something really, really green and earthy. I think that'd be awesome. You know, Louis Vuitton did a dehydrated kill shoe well they really didn't do it but it was like some kind of promotional thing that they did and everyone was trying to order these freaking dehydrated kill shoes and you couldn't find them because it wasn't real and Louis Vuitton released a statement it, it, it was actually really good marketing for them <laughs> so environmentally friendly sweaters. yeah there we go. something not itchy you know <laughs> Um, oh my gosh. So I think that women wait all year long for sweater weather because mm-hmm. even those who love summer, I know they are secretly waiting for their basic woman pumpkin spice oh, season yes. to arrive. Uggs, and of sweaters. course, black leggings, a sweater, uh, Starbucks pumpkin spice latte in the right hand, left hand is the iPhone, and a big necklace around the neck. I'm telling you, <laughs> every year it's the same thing. <laughs> you know where else you could wear sweaters? You could wear sweaters when you go skiing. How many mountains do we have around here that you could go skiing down? Oh, well, we have Blue Mountain, we have Camelback, um, 
what else do we have? Where is Bear Mountain? Bear Mountain. Oh, that's, that's up, close by, isn't it? That's up past Allentown, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not too far. You, yeah. So you could definitely like throw on a nice sweater mm-hmm. and head skiing for yeah. the weekend. Very true. Very Just true. go to the lodge if you don't like skiing. Get some hot chocolate. Uh, I mean, Spoke or hot toddies. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so if you had to dress your kid in sweaters, which I know you don't have a kid, so say mm-hmm. your nephew, mm-hmm. what kind of a sweater would you pick for this weather for a kid? Okay, well, that's a good that's a good question you know my nephew has this one right now uh it's i think it's batman actually i'm pretty sure it's batman and you know those like beads like when you like press them like they you know they turn and like it changes color or pat you know it's like it's such a good sensory thing you know those like fidget spinners man i could touch his sweater all day long and just do that batman thing over and over again because it changes from like the typical batman logo up to like a red or a white one like when you flip the little beads i just think that's the coolest thing so (laughs) that's personally my favorite sweater that he has but i mean if i were to dress him in one man i I don't know. I guess that would be it, really, because he loves that kind of stuff. See, I like getting, like, my girls the sweaters that have, like, you know, their favorite unicorns mm-hmm. or Christmas trees Smart. or National Lampoon's Christmas vacation <laughs> sayings, <laughs> yep. because who doesn't love that? Very true. And sweaters are good gifts, too, like, uh, at Christmas time. They are. Yeah, they are good they, gifts, and they actually. have all those, like, weird, um, well, not really weird, but they're funny, right? Mm-hmm. The ugly sweater. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are fun, actually. Yeah, I've been to an ugly sweater party before, actually. I had one. Yep. Uh-huh. And it was a lot of fun Somebody actually made one that mm. they attached a wreath to oh, a cool. sweatshirt. So it was really more of an I've ugly seen ones sweatshirt. That too. <laughs> yes. And they had lights on it and everything else. What is your favorite ugly Christmas sweater that you've worn? I would have to say that I worn. Um, I actually had a reindeer one that was really hideous about a few years ago. So that's personally my worst one. What about you? The worst one I've ever seen was had to be Mr. T <laughs> because his face was all like scrunched together. Nice, nice. And so he looked really angry. Angry <laughs> and like the kids w- were like pointing and like, what is that? They were so confused. It just was not the best sweater for an ugly Christmas party. <laughs> I like that sweater idea. <laughs> I, yeah, it's it, you know it was a lot of fun because it actually gives people something to do, and mm-hmm. it's a theme at Christmas time that is relatively easy. Oh, to yeah. do. I mean, all this do-it-yourself stuff around, Oh yeah, you can easily make one, or they have them literally for sale at every store. Oh, yeah. So you could buy one. I mean, it's good. It's fun. Oh, yeah. I think it's a fun idea, especially <laughs> during gift exchanges and secret Santas, you know? Oh, my God. Could you imagine getting a, like one of those ugly sweaters for a Christmas gift exchange? <laughs> nope. What would you do with it? Uh, I don't know. I'd keep it probably for the years following, you know? I would re-gift it. I'm not going to buy one, so I'll just keep it for myself and use it for those kind of parties, you know? That's you, what I would do. You know, <laughs> not only could you do that, but you could actually gift it to, like, your grandmother. Oh, you because, could, because she would think it's nice. Yeah, you know? they don't think they're ugly nah. Christmas sweaters. They nah. actually adore them. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think that when I had the ugly Christmas sweater party that they borrowed some of them from some of the grandmothers in our family, and they were legit, like, hanging in their closet. They loved them. They brought him out every single Christmas. And Mm. to be honest with you, as I get older, I'm actually starting to get drawn to them. Oh, yeah? Not me. Uh-uh. <laughs> You're like, there will be I'm still a jeans no. and t-shirts kind of guy, you know? That is so funny. There'll be no sweaters for me, Austin James. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Sweater weather is also a favorite because you can bring on that 25-pound turkey, Christmas cookies, martinis. It's really mm. a time of feasting, right? Yes. You know what is really good this time of year, too, is I love to take 
caramel, salted caramel flavored vodka and mix it with apple cider. Oh, oh my God. It's a caramel apple martini. It's really, really good. That sounds That's good. That's the best. And, and, and then you just dip a little cinnamon stick in there and done. So every year I make mold wine, mm, um, which is fantastic because it's a bunch of different spices with mm. orange slices and stuff like that. Mm. And you serve it hot, which... Mm-hmm. Adds a little bit of a kick to oh, it I've as had well. That before, yeah, it's really, really good, good during cold sweater weather. Yeah, sweater weather, of course. Right, but the other thing too is um, around Thanksgiving, I usually make mimosas with apple cider. Oh yeah, I've heard about this in the morning. People use champagne and apple cider as they're like making pies and everything. And I, I do it not only in the morning. Unfortunately, I am a nine to five on Thanksgiving oh, with nice. my yes, with me my too, mimosas. Actually. Yes, <laughs> but it is. It's a lot of fun and it adds a lot of because um, apple cider. It, I mean, it's this time of year. You know, mm, so you definitely. can do that with some apple cider donuts and you could do like oh, a whole yes. apple cider theme. But what about this, though? OK, let's have this debate. Turkey or ham on Thanksgiving? I am not a turkey person unless it's dark meat. Ham, definitely, because my mom makes the best gravy. But we even do like lobster on Thanksgiving, sushi. I mean, we're, we're very untraditional in that sense. But I know that this is an argument with a lot of people. So turkey so, or ham? I am a traditional bird. I'm not really? actually someone who likes turkey, but we um, started smoking Okay, a I was going to say fried, smoked, baked. Okay, yep. so you we start started smoking. smoking a turkey a couple mm. years ago. So we do Yum. like a 15-pounder in the smoker, and mm. then we do like a 22-pounder in the oh, oven. Nice. Okay. And I actually like the smoked turkey a lot better. It mm. just gives it such a better flavor. I've had that before. It's yeah, good. it's fantastic. And I stick pretty traditional with the sides. I Me do yeah. like a cranberry walnut stuffing. Yes. Oh, the best. I do um, yeah. this twice baked mm. mashed potato oh, dish and yum. <laughs> these green beans with almonds yeah, and lemon and yum. it's just it's a great time of year to add sweaters because <laughs> you're eating all this food. <laughs> Heck yeah, and you know, sweaters are great because they let you expand, you know, as you eat all that food, the weight just pounds on, piles on, rather. It does. And uh, also, I feel like it's a very salty meal Thanksgiving, so that sodium just makes you bloat. So sweaters are great this time of year. Sweater weather, Sweater man. weather. Sweater weather. <laughs> and it's also a really good time of year to, to um, donate sweaters. So mm, yes, definitely. all joking aside, if you do have extra sweaters in your closet that you're not using or not creating and making an ugly sweater out of, mm-hmm. donate them. There's so many people who need it. Definitely. You know, Every year, the Nazareth Times, we do uh, cards for the troops. So we will actually be gathering cards this year as well for the holidays to send overseas to our troops that are serving here in the United States. So That's fantastic. We have to remember those guys because they yes. are super, super important Definitely. to us. We love you and we honor you always. Every day. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. Thanks so much for listening, guys. This is Aaron saying, hey, hey, have a great day. And this is Austin James from Times Live Radio. Check us out every Monday at 10 a.m. on WGPA, Sony 1100. Don't break me.